Welcome to the first episode of Questbound Realms. Before we get into it, let's go through some more small introductions, starting over here at this end of the table. My name's Bramble. I'm a paladin, and I am a satyr. I'm Peaches. I'm a druid, and Myris is a wood elf. I am playing King, the sorcerer, and uh, I'm a little weird. I'm playing Nathaniel Fable Ashmore. I am a human revised ranger, and I'm an outlander background. Great. With that out of the way, let's begin in earnest. We begin in a field, a very familiar field for you, Peaches. You recognize it, but it's more like deja vu. You know you're dreaming. It's a place where you remember, but you don't know how or why. It's very cloudy. Then it hits. The memory is blurry, but it's getting clearer. It's coming back to you. You start to get your bearings. You see colors, shapes, voices, bursts of noise, waves of energy that rock your whole being. As you see fire and you feel your feet running without knowing why, your heart pounding, you start forgetting this is a dream. As the shapes around you solidify into silhouettes of people, you start to understand why you're running so hard. Spheres of flame and vitriol expand and explode in the distance. Lines of pure magic and electricity tear through the fields of black and green flowers you find yourself in. The faces of those around you seem familiar. They are running as well, protecting something, protecting you. A man alongside you, a tall, sullen man that you recognize as a mentor and guide, though you don't know why, is struck through the chest with a bolt of energy. And he's gone. The woman to your right, you recognize even more clearly. She looks very much like you. Your group gets tighter as the hail of fire and ice rings around you. Figures in the distance fall. They hover above the destruction. Some rain down more as they run and as they chase. There's no distinguishing between friend and foe. Then you hear what sounds like hundreds of wings. No, just one pair. It's too unified. The wing beats are so loud, and you know what it is before you see it. A massive silver dragon, a tidal wave of frost and rime that leaves the field covered in frozen statues. Friends, people you knew. It's gone just as quickly as it arrived, and you keep running. But before you can get your bearings again, you are launched. A pain shoots through your head, and you're suddenly flying through the air. As you land on a wagon, you can't do anything. You are still. Everything is pain. This was the plan, though. Wagons, horses, this is where you were running. You're there, but you're the only one here. And as everything goes dark, you feel the wagon begin to shoot forward. The nightmare ends. And Fable, you wake up, experiencing this dream as well. Two figures laying on fairy deck. It's cold, very early in the morning. Fable, as you're waking up, would you care to describe yourself? I am six foot two, a uh, regular kind of white guy, really. <laughs> I have a scraggly long beard and short, shaggy black hair. My face is tanned and weathered from the outdoors with rough sores all over my hands, calluses over my knuckles and my palms are all broken in and stuff. Adorned is a cloak that matches the environment, whatever plants and stuff nearby he slowly has been adding to it so there's some flowers some weeds some branches that have been attached to it slowly as he's been traveling through and carrying with him is like the scene in um <laughs> the, the stupid scene in the hobbit where they're all then they're being disarmed and it's like in their boots and their pants and their legs it's like he's got the blades like that but most of them are easily hazard yeah yeah i'm a tsa <laughs> you do not want to fly with this guy <laughs> tsa's um, biggest nightmare is this guy yeah yeah he does in fact have a special compartment for 
his pipe and tobacco. Uh, There we go. The most notable feature about him that is the least human is that he has one elvish yellow eye. It is his left eye. (laughs) I I totally didn't decide that. Sorry, Nice. Which I told you. Yeah. It's for, it's because backstory reasons. Backstory. What? Yeah. What? What? Um, we pull away from Fable just a bit to get a better standing on this uh, deck of the ferry. You too spent the night on the ferry coming into port. You, Fable, look over to see your companion still sort of not sleeping, just sort of sitting there resting. King, would you care to describe yourself? So sitting next to him is a... Uh, Figure who looks like they've worn the same set of clothes for an entire year. Those clothes were not owned by them before that time. Rough, old farmer's clothes, dirt, bits of grass and other things are just covered and peeking out from the sleeves. Bugs sort of crawl in and out. As sort of watching my companion stir, I just kind of... I've never understood why you do that. He lacks sleep. You all just kind of turn off for a while. Because, um, his brain, uh, gets tired of listening to you. Well... I gotta just block you out for a few moments from my like, sanity. I feel like you did most of the talking yesterday. In fact, I, I forgot to ask my questions. You asked me a lot of questions. You asked a lot of questions. I feel like I didn't ask nearly as many as you did. I, I, we have different memories of the situation. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long night. Yeah, that, that we agree on, too. We pull away <laughs> from this. This goes on for another few minutes, back and forth. You two get ready. You come into port. You're in the back of the ferry, so people don't disturb you. And it was an overnight trip, so you two were really the only passengers. You pay your way, Fable, just a few copper. And you step off into the city of Wildfell. The city's yours for a bit. Where are you starting to head off to? Well, I would assume... First to link back up with any sort of ranger enclave building. Hopefully give this guy some clothes and direction and guidance and get him hypothetically <laughs> out of my... Out of your hand. Out of my hand. Yeah. So not my responsibility. Are you looking to do anything, King? I think King is having the time of his life. Yeah. It has been a while since he's probably been able to be in a city like this. And he feels a lot safer having sort of protection. Having a guy with a sword. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because King King by himself is looks like an easy target. But having this tough ranger guy with him is like, it's reassuring. So he's just kind of taking in the sight. Got the cojones for it now. So. Yeah. He's enjoying just looking around and seeing how people live their general lives. Don't touch that. But it looks so fun to touch. It's a bomb. Why do they just have that sitting around? Well, it's his, and typically people know that you don't, like, grab it from his belt. Yeah, but, like, why would he just have that? Well, because he's a man, and he can purchase what he lacks, and unfortunately, it's unregulated, but that's a political issue I'm not willing to teach you at. (laughs) (laughs) What are politics? I'm just not gonna. (laughs) That's not my... Sorry, sorry. It's not not my role in life to teach youngsters. Dawn breaks (laughs) on the city of Wildfell. The feller that was illegally purchasing a bomb on the docks. Uh, Well, it was legally purchased. That's the problem. (laughs) It was legally purchased. And I tried to steal it. Yes. King tried to steal a legally purchased bomb. Um... Wonderful. Cannon. Wild. 
The man moves on with his newly purchased weaponry. Only a few folks are milling about. I imagine the whole time I'm like tugging on King's like. Yeah, no, you're definitely tugging King along. It's like the kids with the backpack. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I imagine it too. I'm like, off, off. Yeah, my dog. I'm like, yes. As you enter the city, dawn just broke. You're an early riser. You enter the city, you're walking through. Not many folks are out and about. There's a few going to the warehouses in the area of the city known as the Planks. Wildfell itself is bisected by a river and there's a bridge connecting, but the Planks also connect the entire city. They run along the entire coast of where the city rests. As you get deeper into the city, morning rises, people start making their way to the various lumber mills on the outskirts of town and the warehouses on the planks. And we're going to pull out for a moment and move over to our other group of individuals, our other pair, Peaches and Bramble. You were going back a moment. Peaches, you are just waking up from the nightmare. And just like always, you've only had this specific nightmare a couple times and you can never really remember anything it's only inside the actual dream that you remember what's going on so you lose it and you're frustrated with yourself you don't know what you could have done differently you start waking up bramble is laying beside you in a small stable on the outskirts of town you paid a couple copper to an innkeeper to let you sleep in the stable and that's where you're waking up peaches would you care to describe yourself for us yes Peaches is, like I said, a wood elf. She's not very tall on the shorter side. Very small in general. Very small build. Pale skin with a green tinge. Darker hair also with a greenish tinge. But her eyes are like blood red. Very deep red. The only thing she really has on her, she has a dress that is white with red details. Boots. A very simple cloak. And then weapons, most notably being a moonsicle. As you look over to Bramble, your companion, Bramble, would you care to describe yourself as you start waking up? Bramble is this pretty tall satyr. He's got long hair, pretty messy, crazy. He's got a few braids in it. He has a lot of miscellaneous plants in his pockets and in his hair and probably some hay in his hair from waking up. Like and the guy, like the Zootopia moose man. Yeah. <laughs> the, the yak. That's a crazy yeah. That's a yeah. yak. Yeah. yeah. Is she a stout one? Call back. How should I? I don't know what to do. Is something or nothing? <laughs> <laughs> he does have clothes on. That's oh, but, Yeah, that's important. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and he's just pretty muscular, pretty tan, got a lot of sunspots. He's got lots of random trinkets and sticks and stuff. What's his favorite one? It probably has a little, like, bird that he carved out of wood. That's adorable. Carries it around. Good look. Great. You two start getting ready for the day. You don't have many possessions to get ready. You just sort of wake up and <laughs> yeah. are at it. Um, up and at him. Up and at him. You do have somewhat of a purpose here. I'll remind you in case uh, you've forgotten. You two were investigating rumors of Peach's past. Um, there were wanted posters that showed a woman very much, very similar looking to Peach's. This half-human woman with very fine features, very similar to Peach's. You're looking for evidence in Wildfell because you heard lots of rumors of something going down that might have something to do with your past. What do you want to do? The city is yours. I want to walk around for a bit, maybe browse like the market. I guess I can describe Wildfell more so yeah, than I could last yeah. time. Yeah. 
Okay, so Wildfell is split into five main districts. There's the district you are currently in, Southgate, or the very self-descriptive southern uh, <laughs> district that touches the south gate, the main gate into Wildfell. And it sort of moves along from there. To the left of the south gate district is the Chimneys District, the um, mostly residential and apartments district. People live there. Not many businesses at all. Moving towards the planks is where you'll get the actual marketplace. Southgate has some markets, but it's mostly along the planks that you'll get the markets. And then split off from the Southgate to the right across the river is the Scaled District, which is where you'll find the Temple of Bahamut and some religious folk there. Many denizens of Wildfell regularly visit the Scaled Quarter just for some peace of mind, I guess. And then on the far side of the city past the Scaled District is the Manor District, the place of the warehouse barons and nobility that have made a name for themselves in some way or form. That's the city in a nutshell. I think we just head to the market, look for some breakfast, and then, yeah, we just got to keep an eye out for suspicious characters. characters. <laughs> okay, so moving towards the market, looking for shady individuals. Yeah. Great. Pretty much. And in general, in in general, yeah. characters of interest yeah. that and look weird. Also, people who take interest in... Okay, so yeah, people that come up to... Because... Gotcha. Like, or give us weird Peaches yeah. oh, like, has a, a one of the modern posters like, have you seen this lady? Mm-hmm. And also, beware of a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny because you look all exactly <laughs> like the wanted poster. Yeah. <laughs> so people get confused occasionally. Um, like, and then me. they get even more confused at the mention of a dragon. Someone who looks <laughs> like me. <laughs> Generally, people are confused. It's not a criminal. It's my uh, twin. <laughs> it's my twin. Okay. Peaches and Bramble. As you move into the more popular district, people are moving about. People are doing call outs. There are merchants peddling their wares the average scene in one of these cities. In order to maybe find something of interest, I'll have one or both of you roll perception checks. 19. Dang. Let's go. Ramble. I'll just say Peaches might see this as well. You see a few rugged looking individuals passing around. You see quite a few groups of maybe one or two of them. And Peaches, you put up your hood just in case they're, I don't know, looking for you, the person on the wanted poster. (laughs) You two look very similar, as I've said many times, so you could be confused as such. You keep to the down low, and you see a particularly interesting group of individuals that rings a bell for you, Peaches. You can't place it. One of them is a Goliath with a greatsword on his back, and three humans. One female with two daggers, and the other two males with just long swords. One of them has a large shield on his back as well. A few of them have ruined objects, like objects that have magical runes carved into them. They look more high-grade than the other brutes that you've seen wandering around the roads, outside Wildfell, and inside Wildfell. Do you want to follow them? Yes. They're currently just going about their business. How closely are you following them? How long am I walking up to them? Hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's on par. As you approach, you get a better look. This Goliath is extremely scarred, not from like being cut or slashed repeatedly, not from like animal marks, but he is burned heavily. Half of his side is incredibly burned. The other humans look rather nondescript, I guess is a good way to put them. It looks like they haven't seen much, if they are fighters, haven't seen much combat. Their gear looks very well constructed and well put together. No marks on it or anything. 
and they enter into a small alleyway before you manage to reach them. And as you turn, they're conversing with some business owner and the Goliath turns after conversing just quick. Have you seen this person or whatever? And you realize they're holding up the same wanted poster that you're holding. Do you do anything besides approach? Yeah, I walk up and be like, hey, do I know you? And also... Are your scar, are your burns from like a dragon by chance? Because there is a dragon in town and I'm wondering if, you know, do I know you? I walk up like behind her because I was a little delayed. Mm-hmm. She was like straight. Yeah, booking Bo- like, it for these individuals. I also like I'm waving my poster. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like kind of walk extra, up behind extra. her and like grab the back of her dress, kind of pull her back a little bit. Um, I, I think the damage has been done. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So as soon as you sort of like, hey there, hey, and start, you know, peddling your pamphlets, uh, <laughs> um, the Goliath immediately seems to like recognize you. Not really, but just more of like target acquired type of a, type of a deal. Um, he looks a little shocked, like, oh, we just ran into this individual that we're looking for? Wonderful. Reaches for his greatsword, pauses for a minute, smiles to himself, because, like, his catch just wandered up to him. This is wonderful. And he unsheathes his greatsword. Whoa, that's not me. Are you doing anything? I'm, like, doing the backup. You know? Okay. <laughs> um... Both of you roll charisma checks. I was really trying to decide whether or not to kill these characters. Session one. He was he was fighting his mind to just kill her right on the spot. <laughs> and you take 37 points of damage. Laura, what did you roll? Seven. How does a nine hit? <laughs> not great, not great. Um, okay, let's... let's so, oh, eight. Eight. That's but, so much better. Okay, that is so <laughs> much better. I'm going to roll behind the behind the screen. Bro. If I roll lower than you folks, okay. something good is going to happen. <laughs> and if I don't, well, let's take the average. I'm manifesting. If I roll lower than a nine. Okay. If I roll a nine or higher, something good will happen. Okay. That's a nat one. Yeah, that is a nap oh, one. Good. Wow. Hey, man, it worked you out. Look at it. That is wow. a nap one. <laughs> Get destroyed. We need to um, talk about strength. <laughs> so, I'm just going to say, you see, like, this shopkeeper, um, this, like, burly, old, rotund man, probably in his 50s or 60s, look at you, have a moment of, like, maybe I should do something to distract these guys so they can run. They look innocent. That moment flashes across his face, and it is gone. He feels almost no sympathy for letting these thugs take you and immediately sort of like closes up. Like, I don't want to see this type of emotion on his face. These mercenaries are also looking very cocky and confident. They're not like making any moves. The female human is approaching you, but the other three are just sort of standing there waiting, weapons drawn. What do you do? I draw my moonsickle. I kick the female woman in the knee. Oh, okay. And then, <laughs> the past is Mr. Frog. You guys, so you're just going like, into it. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> Let's do this. Um, I'm going to say she didn't expect... Well, I'm going to roll an inside check for her. What's your charisma score? Or modifier, sorry. Zero. To ten. Okay. Do they find my knee kick endearing or are they bad at uh, <laughs> I'm going to say it's a little like, aw, uh, but also like, oh come on. The lady dodges your kick pretty easily. She saw it coming. Are we entering combat here? Because you've made an attack. She's but, not swiping around. Yeah. But she's like, make okay. a radius. You know? Making a radius. Don't, don't touch me. Okay. 
Are you making noise or anything? Are you doing it? Are you keeping quiet? I'm quiet. Hey, Bramble's like, wait, 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 okay. wait. So Bramble, like, wait in my hand, <laughs> white flag. Bramble's I'm making like, noises. Whoa. Peaches is hey. being silent. Blaring. <laughs> okay, hey. so you folks are at this point surrounded. I'm going to be honest. I expected you to run. Oh. And I was going to. Whoops. Yeah. Girl. This is <laughs> this is great, though. Um, <laughs> I know. I, sh- I really should sorry, have expected this. This is your fault. It is my fault. Yeah. <laughs> Screw my planning, I guess. I don't know. Um, I will. <laughs> okay. huh? As they surround Someone. you, actually, we're going to cut away. Fable and King, you've been wandering the streets. Fable, you know the one of the most direct routes through the city. Stop. Wait for the cross. Go now. Go, go, go. Faster, faster, faster. You keep an eye on King. He's a little slow. He gets caught up with small things. And as you're passing through one of the smaller markets in the city, you've missed this fable, but King has stopped at an alley filled with individuals, one of which is all but screaming bloody murder at, you know, trying not to be, I don't know, accosted by individuals. And the other four are, the other five, sorry, are silent. Is this like the circus? Because I remember a circus from where I grew up, and circuses are bad where I grew up. Is this like the circus? You could call it the circus if that works for your language. Well, we should probably stop it then, because circuses are bad. You see a tall individual, a Goliath. You can't quite get features at this distance. They're at the far end of the alley. But you hear him rather loudly declare, You're going to come with us. It's a long walk back, so if you could just comply with little LB here. And he points to the female approaching I, another group of two. As I see them, I ready in action to shoot the Goliath <laughs> okay. with the bow. Great. If it is aggressive toward me or what is considered my allies. Make an inside check for me. An Just against check? the whole group. Against yeah, the whole yeah. group? Yeah. I just have to go inside. My first I roll guess. with this was a 15. That's pretty, That's pretty good. 15 inside. Okay. You do see the piece of paper that one of them was flailing about, sort of like, hey, you heard a bit of the beginning of this interaction, but you weren't really paying mind to it because sometimes people are just loud in the city. There was, Uh, well, I mean, like there's pigs on the street, so that's a horse. (laughs) Yeah. As you were explaining, you heard some things. You saw this wanted poster. um, It's a mule. And these two uh, individuals, a half elf woman and a satyr man are seemingly being aggressively accosted by a group of what looks like cell swords of some kind. That is the situation. You're Probably in. the satyrs and the rat because I'm a ranger. Because I'm a satyr. <laughs> so like All satyrs are good. He's um, half I think it's Delkey. It's half goat. I thought this was common knowledge, you guys. I'm in character. A satyr is half goat. In character, I said goat. In character, I still said pig. Okay. Lovely. Are you two doing anything before? Um, Like I do like a little whistle. Mm-hmm. I don't want to peek the microphones, but like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, gotcha. I probably peaked. No, it wasn't too bad. It's all right. Yeah. Like a little. I'm going to say the woman stops at this. The other three are still sort of actively surrounding yeah. the two individuals, but the woman who was reaching for this half elf, what else? Not half. Thank you. Thank you for correcting. Yeah, full elf. Um, full elf, a <laughs> full elven woman. So oh, you're, um, you're half elf, half wood. I'm going to oh. stay. Let me stop. I'm going to stay 30 feet away. Okay. So I'm going to stay 40 feet away. 40 feet away. <laughs> I imagine within Keith. longbow range, yeah. they have to dash to get. To gotcha. It. So basically that's the. 
I imagine King starts to walk forward and Fable just like grabs and pull back. Yeah, I'm like, there's, yeah. Man, man, stay, stay. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, King, stay back. You hear the, uh, forward. Don't kill anyone. The Yet. human woman sort of look and call out to you. What business do you have? Pretty, I was gonna say the same thing. So it seems to me four armed individuals are assaulting a little girl and a satyr. So I'm gonna have to go and declare yourselves the antagonists and ask again, but to you instead, what the hell are you doing? Listen, there's been some assumptions made. We are simply returning these two to their rightful position. Hey, I'm not a part of this. That's Leave me out. That is not me. Leave me out. What do you mean this isn't That's you? She points to the wanted post. That's it's very not, clearly. Hey, that is not me. Look. That one, is very hey, clearly you. If you look closely, this one has a freckle. Right. I am freckle. sick of this. Torb, have got this? And the Goliath. Yeah, just take them out. Whatever. They're dead or alive. And the woman reaches for a dagger. Great. Uh, I'm going to say roll to attack and then everyone else roll for initiative. Okay, I was going to text you. During this conversation, I have cast Minor Illusion. Actually, forget an initiative. Forget initiative. Oh, dang it. Well, we'll, we'll say you can act first. I forgot I have a plus eight to the initiative. <laughs> 21 to initiative. And then my... Hey, you know what? It doesn't matter anymore. My attack... <laughs> Do you want me to make it matter again? No, 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 it's fine. Because I rolled a six. <laughs> I got, I got 17. Yikes. With the longbow. Okay. Who are you aiming for? Yeah, say the ringleader. The Goliath. Yes. Okay. That was what my yeah. Your, your instincts, the, yeah. all the humans were looking at the Goliath for, if, yeah, the, the Goliath if what they were doing was okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that hits the Goliath just awesome. barely. Roll damage. Uh, not great. Not great. Five. <laughs> Five damage. Five damage. Level two. Level two. Wait, actually, hold on. Wait, it's favorite enemy. So seven. Boy. Okay. Not that great. deep. So you hit the armored Goliath. He isn't heavily armored. It's uh, small metal plates, mostly leather, a banding. Strike him in his shoulder. Doesn't go super deep because you were sort of aiming through a couple individuals, but it definitely hits. He doesn't like it. Blast. <laughs> and he raises his hand and shoots something at you. A burst of energy emerges from his hand. What is your AC against? Currently, it's a 14. That's all right, because that is a 10 with all of his bonuses. He rolled not great. Um, The other three, sort of not understanding the situation, this dude just shot, like, they. that wasn't even part of the interaction. This random dude just shot their leader. They don't don't know what to do anymore. (laughs) The woman sort of, like, looking around, throws her knife at the nearest thing, which was King edging towards <laughs> the group. Uh, what is your AC? 11. 11. Get back but, here right now. Uh, God damn it. That's a, that's a dirty 20 on her end. I gotta get like a dog whistle. Um, <laughs> that is... Gonna Ooh, that's leash. clunk. Um, I, gotta, I gotta get a child leash for King. Sorry. I don't know what he looks like yet. That is seven... No, but after this, I'll get Seven points of piercing damage to King. Ouch. Is anyone else doing anything real quick? From the player's I, end, before the others act. So I cast... You cast Minor Illusion. Illusion during that conversation. Yeah. To basically... It's a setup for what I'm going to do next. Okay. Right now, it's just silence. But then I guess in like six seconds, so probably after all this, mm-hmm. they're going to be hearing the sounds of like something large moving along the roofs. Gotcha. <gasps> um, My plan is to then cast silent image, and then the minor illusion sound is going to match with the silent image. I'm going to say... 
Um, I'll allow you to do this because there was some grace period of these sell swords being cocky in their yeah. in their like, work. During, I cast so, it during the conversation, yeah. so it was honest. I'll say it's a very low DC. I'm just going to say roll a charisma check to time them well, okay. I guess. That's all I'll make you do. Charisma like, or intelligence? Is your spellcasting moderate? My spell is charisma, okay. so. Then I would use charisma. It's more matching spells than actually getting the timing right, so. Nine. Nine? Okay. Nine. Uh, the Nine. DC was ten. Um, Dude. So. That's true. I'll say it doesn't line up perfectly, but as sort of violent interactions are occurring, they are distracted by the sound, the three... And to know, I haven't cast Silent Image yet. Yeah, it's, yeah. Just, the it's just the sound. They're distracted a bit. The two humans look up and sort of ready themselves. A few spells are cast. The Goliath casts something on his greatsword that you can't see and also looks up at the roofs because they don't see these two, Peaches and Bramble, as a threat, really. They only really see Fable as a threat. And right now he's knocking another arrow, currently not a threat. So they are distracted right now. Is there anything you guys would like to do while they're distracted? This is all very, like, it's a kilter. Um the sound is going right now. So you two hear it as well. Bramble and Peaches. I'm scared of the sound. But also yeah, the sound is starting to like freeze out. Okay. It's starting to try to hide somewhere. I'm looking for the nearest exit. You're looking? Okay. So this alleyway is sort of like, imagine the back end of a restaurant against an apartment building. It's that sort of vibe. So like there's a business and that's where they were talking with this individual. And this is sort of like the back door area. The far end of the alleyway is closed off. Like it's another building. Just a wood shack. So you could like break through it if you wanted, but it's closed off. And the end, there's one opening basically. Yeah. And we're stuck. You're stuck. Um, Are there any spells you want to... Fire off any actions you want to do, or are you just freezing? Leaving your like defensive position is kind of like freezing, like looking up. Okay, I might take, might cast thunderous smite, but I don't know what that does. Can I have to? I'm like, what are you trying to do? I got the alert feed also. Yeah, should be in the. It's not. But then I remembered I had it, and then now. Yeah, alert is great. Um. Okay, we're gonna sort of. This whole interaction has been very like. Oh, who's going? What's happening? I'm going to describe what happens next because it's a little unexpected for everyone in this situation. Unbeknownst to all of you and like kind of funny that you made a sound on the roof because as they look up towards the roof, they see a very short, very stout individual with a large sword. And on the other side, on the taller, what seems to be rickety housing, taller than the business on that roof is an individual holding... Um, all of you make intelligence checks for me, I guess, to know what this individual is holding. If you got above a 15, I got an 18. Okay. So, uh, I got Fable and King, um, King, you've experienced this on some of your ventures to the Southern coast. Cause I get advantage on intelligence. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Fable, you know this from a few cavalier pirates that have come through Wildfell and your territory wielding indeed firearms, very, very rudimentary firearms, but still deadly. Fable you recognize as a Fearbolg. In fact, you kind of, you might recognize this individual. They look eerily familiar in a way that you can't place. As all of you sort of freeze up, a very loud bang rings out, something not a lot of you are used to. One of the male human's head is struck by something. It doesn't create a massive exit wound, but you can tell something hit the head and he's now on the ground. Um, and the dwarf then subsequently jumps off of the roof and plunges a greatsword into the other male human. <laughs> Santa's craziness. Man, it's December. Santa's coming to town, yeah. and, you know... Santa he, can be a dwarf. 
Santa would work elves. Oh, wait. <laughs> like gnomes. Haven't you seen the the what's the How you see the last of the guard the last rise of the guardians? Guardians of the galaxy. He says a toss. Um all everyone sort of freezes up. I just want to run through the events again. These mercenaries were in an alleyway talking to a, a business owner about an individual that may or may not be in Wildfell. That individual they think randomly shows up in their alleyway with another individual. And then subsequently, their leader is struck by an arrow and two other members of their group are immediately murdered by individuals on roofs that no one knows. Yeah, okay. A rather odd what? series of events. <laughs> yeah. Things are getting freaky. Things are getting freaky. Um, Stop. I'm going to say, uh, Fable, you act again first before anything else happens. I grab King and I get the heck out of Dodge. Where are we going? Bad Kirby. As you sort of exit the alleyway, do you realize that you recognize this part of town? Like you've passed through here, not only going through Wildfell, but for other reasons. Um, I run errands. You run errands there. You've done a few. Uh, at the end of the street. Yeah. You hear uh, a voice from another business across the street. Go. Hey. Hey, over here. Famal, it's been a while. Over here. You recognize the voice, but you can't see them. They're sort of hiding. Peaches and Bramble. Sorry. Is there anything you do in this chaos? Hey, so I noticed that these guys are running. Yeah. And they seem to be on our side because he shot big bad guy. They had surrounded you, but two of them are dead and the other two are reeling to like hey, do something. I'm a satyr. I'm going to jump over those dead <laughs> Great. That's cool. That's cool. Is that a lit? You're just like, yeah. Hi. You can hop. Uh, That's a good strategy. I'm going to say just roll, just to like get out of the alley unscathed. Okay. Bramble roll and just an athletics. I guess, or acrobatics yeah, if athletics. you want. Athletics, I think. Yeah, that's the muscles. Yeah. Let's do athletics because of... Oh, we'll do your athletics. Yeah, do it. Yeah, um, oh. Peaches, are you following? Are you trying to get out of here? The gunshot, like, it's like shocked her so bad. She like kind of like started falling over. Mm -hmm. She's just like scrambling to like... Leave? Literally move. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say you're moving with Bramble. Make either just a dex, a straight dexterity check. Or, like, if you want to use an action, I guess, to disengage, because you haven't, like, done anything. Except kick so, them. Except kick them. But that was a while ago. So I'm going to yeah. say, actually, no roll required for you okay. if, like, Bramble makes a path. So what did you roll? I rolled five. Okay. We're staying five. Here. So I'm going to say... Yeah, I have a plus four. I rolled you, five. No. So you two, <laughs> you two get out. I'm just going to say the woman, the female human, with her daggers, swipes Bramble on the way out. As a sort of like, no, get back here. What is your AC? 16. 16. Okay. That is a 14. So she just barely misses anyway. Out. Oh, uh, I rolled a five. Yeah. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Bad rolling on my part. combat. In like I know. psychologicalness, but just like physicality. <laughs> I, I tried to make it Speak as weird as possible. I got to... hit by a freaking, what did I get hit by? An, An arrow? A dagger. It, which, by the way, is still like sticking into your clothes. Yeah. You have a dagger now. <laughs> um, it's part of the fashion. Your fashion you run out um, and you see uh, these two, Fable and King, go and enter into a seemingly a storefront, a business, with its shutters closed and candles out. Yeah, so we go in with them. Do you? I want to go. At okay. this point, Peaches is so out of it that she'll just follow the one person she knows, which is Bramble. Okay, so you yeah. follow. I guess the whole group as you enter. Fable, you do recognize this person, though it's been a while. You recognize this person as Otis. 
your friend in town who you know as a purveyor of jewelry, some smithing, some just collection of interesting artifacts and there is uh, trinkets. Trinkets is a good word for it. Said crazy DJ. It has been uh, maybe two or three years since you last saw him. You've had some interaction. Otis occasionally helps you uh, smuggle as you lift your hand. You do the whole bro clap. Yeah. Um, last time he was helping uh, the conclave smuggle some refugees across Wildfell. So you also know him as sort of a smuggler, a roguish individual, if you will. Since you last saw him, he has aged. You can tell. Like, stress has gotten to him. You don't know what from. It's certainly been a while. It's been longer than, uh, than I realized, I guess. Why were you um, fighting those spellblades back there? Well, they were assaulting a little girl and a satyr. So I see that. Nice to meet you. And he extends a hand toward Peaches. They followed us in. You're weird. And he points to King. My name's King. Good to meet you. What do you as... fear the most? Uh, is that a is that a normal question from this one? Well, everyone asks me questions I, when I meet them. I so guess I started I, asking um, questions too. Uh, death on a surface level, I guess. I fear death. Is that a good enough? You're, I've you're heard it before. Even weirder than I thought. What's your deal? Can we Actually, I recognize. <laughs> Can we describe? No, you're different. You're different. Peaches is just like thousand yard stare yeah no yeah. he's he's addressing peaches but peaches is definitely he, not we reach out i reach out and i shake peaches hand i should meet you just grab it no like, we just shook it real life so i feel like i took no that was that was not oh that was, no, not, not, that was yeah okay. sorry i reach out for the satyr's hand i say my name is valuable keep referring to me as the satyr and i feel <laughs> a little offended well, i feel like just because you we don't know names I, keep, yet. I don't know your neck too you know. maybe i used to be offended now that you've all sort of joined in so, a smaller space, King, if you would describe yourself in, in In this moment of the tension dropping, standing before you, it looks like someone's scarecrow stood up and started walking. Their clothes are old farmer's clothes, bits of hay and grass and other stuffing sticking out of them. Newly added is a dagger, which they're taking out. And as it comes out, like some hay falls out and they're just kind of sticking the dagger to basically fill what it did. For a head, there's just a large smiling pumpkin. You're not sure if there's something underneath. It looks like either someone stole a scarecrow and is wearing it, or someone's scarecrow has left their field undefended. As you collect yourselves in this space, you see three other individuals besides Otis in here. Otis, he's a human, probably mid to early 30s. Doesn't have any noticeable scarring or battle-worn. He seems to be your average Joe on the outside. Pleasant clothes. The other three individuals in here with him are a very short individual, a goblin, wearing some interesting rags and such, wielding a short bow, aimed currently at the Weird One King. After this goblin, you see a very tall individual as well in sort of the back corner with a crossbow up and a hatchet in the other hand, a hand crossbow in one hand and a hatchet in the other, aiming at Fable because he doesn't recognize you. You don't recognize anyone else in the room, by the way, Fable. And another individual who seems a bit less hostile than the others, he's wearing some fine clothes, maybe like a businessman that makes a lot of money would wear this type of stuff. He is the one wielding the crossbow is a Goliath, 
with like a chef's hat, actually. It kind of looks a little odd. The one in fine clothing is a half-elf by the looks of it. As you are getting your bearings, two more individuals enter as like you are collecting yourselves. The short dwarf individual that had jumped from the roof, wielding a massive greatsword and heavy armor on him. No helmet, though, because he rides like that, I guess. Yeah. Um, and a tall, fearbolg woman, um, this furred individual, uh, with sleek clothing, barely any armor, wielding a rifle. Fable, you would actually recognize this individual. She's worked with Otis on some smuggling runs before. You've never, like, talked, but you recognize her. This is Shay, a Fearbolg rifle woman. That is the scene put before you. You're in a cold storefront. Now, I'm not sure why, but in this room, I'm feeling a lot of hostility directed towards me. Now, that could be just a feeling, but I hey, feel like... pipe down, pipe down. This one's talking to Otis and the Goliath. With the crossbow. I, I think he needs your pipe. Can I borrow it? Oi, little one. That's, that's not what I meant. That's shaming if he wants you to stop talking. And I would have to say that him and eyes goes along rather well. So I think it would be best for multiple individuals in this room if you wouldn't continue speaking. As you're sort of whispering to him, Otis is waving down, um, <laughs> waving down this Goliath like... Rajin, they're okay, they're okay. We're all, we're all friends. I, I don't uh, know. Um, these guys are new friends to me as well. Yeah, uh, I, I gathered. Um, yeah, should we go through in, introductions? Uh, I'm Otis. I have worked with Fable before. We're old friends. I haven't even learned these two people's names. Wonderful. We'll be learning together. This lovely fellow, and he points to the half-elf, sort of folding his arms, leaning against the back corner of the room. Uh, smiling to himself. This is Yorin, an associate of mine that I haven't introduced you to, Fable. That one with the crossbow that just yelled at the weird one is Rodian. Uh, sorry, Rodian Ivanovich. I have to say his full name, otherwise he gets angry at me. And that right there is Rat. And he points to the goblin. It's an odd name, but... I like it. Yeah. As the other two individuals enter, Rex sort of claps Fable on the back. And he immediately sort of like goes into the back room, just like passing all of you by. He doesn't give a crap. The others don't really care to know you, I guess. So uh, the Goliath enters the back room with Rex and Shay follows them. So right now it's just Rat, the Goblin, and Yorin joining Otis. Otis points to all of you. I guess introduce yourselves. To you two, my name is Fable. 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 Um, and thank you for saving us. You're welcome. Um... This is Peaches. Peaches is the one that got us into that whole scenario. He reaches his hand out. Thousand yard stare. <laughs> Peaches, Peaches is out of it. Yeah. He reaches for... Bramble. Bramble. My name's Bramble. Nice to meet you, Bramble. Nice to meet you. Do, do you... He reaches out yeah. his hand. Okay. He shakes it. Okay, cool. Yeah, King puts puts the hand on top. <laughs> yeah. and it's like a little wet. I'm King. This is King. Great. Great. So where are you from? I'm from around here. No, not you. I have no idea where. Well, you. it's a whole thing. I haven't quite delineated where this man comes from yet. Otis, still looking rather confused at the whole situation. Like, what were they trying to... I've seen the wanted posters. Yes. You. I'd shake it. Peaches. <laughs> Why are you... What do you... Do you know about the wanted posters? Who is that? Some word has gone through. I imagine that's why those spell blades are here. They're from down south in Dryocton. 
they are hunting some cultist uh, woman or so some such. Is that who's on the poster? I believe so. At least that's what they've told us business owners. Peaches, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you into? Do you not... You look very similar. The individual in the back who is introduced as Yorin, the half-elf. You get a better look at him as he sort of enters the candlelight that Otis just lit and is holding. He's on the older side, you can tell, but for a half-elf, you can never really tell their age. Some age like humans, some don't. He looks very well put together, even in a place like Wildfell, whose nickname is the City of Cloaks for a reason. He sort of like approaches and everyone gives pause. Right. You all look like individuals that could use a bit of a getaway plan. Am I right? Getaway to where? Well, we didn't kill that last uh, spellblade. He got away. So there's probably more individuals looking for you lot. Uh, yes, King. What's a spellblade? A spellblade are mercenaries hired by the Guild of Arcana, employed to hunt really anything. Um, just you're really interesting know that anyway uh, spellblades are basically mercenaries and fighters that also use magic they're really interesting and also really hoity-toity in all of their dealings put your hand down (laughs) so why are they hunting no one really knows that's kept within the guild of arcana (laughs) anywho's you lot are interesting, and I think I could put you to work. No offense. You need... Is there coin involved? There is coin involved. There's also okay, more uh, resources I have you that can... to ask one question. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it was a... Small I'm image. I need to check my schedule and, like, reach in through, like, inside and pulls out, like, a leaf. Yeah, I got time. Right. I have resources. Thank you. Uh... I have resources that could um, get such wanted posters that look like very much like you uh, out of circulation. People are confused. It's not. So the thing is, is that it's not her and we're trying to find... Oh, I I gathered. We're trying to find the person on the wanted poster, Mm. but not like hunting. See, it's hard to wander around with a face that's almost identical to a wanted poster because I don't understand why it's so hard. It, uh, people like to draw pictures of me too. I believe it. Don't. This is a <laughs> business proposal. Uh, thank you, Otis, for you know introducing it. But if you would, and hold on, do you y'all even fight? Y'all even have blades or skills or fight? Man, no. It doesn't even matter. Are you, you able to a dragon? Hold on. We don't need you to fight. Are you able? We just need feet and eyes. That's all we need. I know it doesn't feet. matter because there's a dragon yeah. and I heard it. You are a paranoid individual, aren't you? Did you not? The, I mean, there's a dragon. Rightly so. And it's probably already burned down the village that we just came from. There were so rumors I, of a dragon. I heard it. I have before they got dragon. The, uh-huh. I haven't Un- seen the Understood. Story. I don't really know what she's talking You seem like a level head. I believe you more than I believe her. But also, you are interesting. Would you describe this dragon? It was a dragon. Silver, and it was huge. DM, can I make a check to see what King knows about dragons? Sure, make a history check. I guess I'm going to say this is something interesting that King might have sought out. I'm going to say roll with advantage. (laughs) (laughs) Dragons is my specified. Would it be more... Yeah. 
correction. You see it breathe. Natural 20. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Sorry. Breeze eyes. <laughs> for did just roll a natural 20. Natural 20 for a total of 20. Natural 20. Okay. Dang. Uh, you've done some studying in your time. There was a... Uh, you have? <laughs> I, if you can keep your attention straight, I guess. Here, I here's the thing. King, King is actually really smart. They just don't know about a lot of things. It's just got hyperfixation. Yeah. yeah hyperfixation. The one day that King had Adderall was the day Dragon Books were around. Yeah. <laughs> True. Dragons were my hyperfixation. No. So, part of the year. King, you... Uh, you remember entering a library on uh, the Ashen Coast to the south. It was just open for the public, more of a like a tourist attraction almost. It was a small library, but one of the oldest on the continent. And you read uh, quite a bit, very much hyperfixating on this massive, weird creature that you heard in passing. Stories are told about dragons that haven't been seen in hundreds of years. Some say they have seen them in the past decade. Who knows? And you read a lot on them. You know all of the types, and specifically the silver one that she's talking about that Peaches is describing. You know, silver dragons are one of the most sort of interactive with mortals. You know, usually they're kind-hearted or at least like intrigued good by, yeah, good-natured, I guess is a way to say. Curious. 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 Yes. Um, especially the older silver dragons. Silver dragons are some of the most magically adept, I would say. Most dragons can't learn arcane magic, but those that do are usually silver. So sort of kind of like cocking their head a little bit, King goes, Oh, a silver dragon? Perfect. Then we have nothing to fear. In fact, uh, this dragon probably knows who you are. This they dragon was going to destroy the town. You are you sure it was silver? Yes. That's not what it's peaches. For the record, Fable is going to hide the fact that... He's going to hide the fact about the dream. Yes. Okay. You were kind of just assuming that this dragon had harmful intentions. I know. How do you know that it was going to go destroy? Because we didn't even see the dragon. You didn't see the dragon. Okay, but you... I'm going to say Peaches and Fable make a quick history check. Peaches with disadvantage. Oh, boy. It's a good one for the first one. I'm going to say a DC... It's not that hard, especially for you, Fable. DC 12. Ah, 13. Ah, okay. there it gets destroyed. <laughs> Five. Okay. Uh, you don't remember it. You're still super confident. Fable, <laughs> you were experiencing, I, I'll say you've put two and two together. The individual you were inhabiting in this dream was probably Peaches talking about this big silver dragon. You saw a silver dragon in the dream you had this morning. Uh, they like the same clothes. Yes. You were like, this is. You've put two and two together. That silver dragon was indiscriminate in its killing. So, like, hearing King describe it, you were like, that isn't a normal silver dragon. Yeah, I'm like, well, okay, so I'll say, I'll say then. Well, I, I disagree that it could be virtuous. Oh, right. In any of my reading, because dragons are usually, well, correct me if I'm wrong, dragons are usually well known, especially the older mm -hmm. ones. Oh, yeah. Have I ever heard of a silver dragon that was more hostile or more chaotic neutral you did roll a nat 20 didn't you did. it was a 23 total you got of course you gotta mess <laughs> you gotta mess my crap don't you by asking important questions it's me it's it's you. my revenge you're, you're totally gonna take keep um Oh, a hundred percent. I was already planning on taking key mind. <laughs> In your reading, you read, you like piecing it together, King. You don't 
remember specific details that much unless you're like super hyper fixating. And this specific story was really interesting to you Mm -hmm. because like the metallic dragons were like the most interesting to you because they're like, oh, these powerful creatures that are also usually virtuous, right? And there was this story of one silver dragon named Vorkene, who is an ancient (laughs) silver dragon dating back to like unraveling wars times. So she is like old, old, old dragon. She was like a very powerful spellcaster. She interacted with mortals a ton, like fighting alongside them. But she is also known as a horrible traitor. One of the worst individuals in like lore of Bahamut, like in dragon lore, Vorkane is maybe one of the worst villains alongside like Tiamat even. She betrayed the nation. She betrayed like good individuals, good mages. She betrayed her fellows. Okay, so... You don't know if this is that dragon, but you've definitely heard of uh, a very prominent silver dragon. Very similar story. Yes. You've definitely heard of Tiamat. You've heard of evil metallic dragons, like the on the rare occasion, like the old unraveling stories of this one metallic dragon that took a deal. You know, you've heard stories, but they are yeah. incredibly rare. Yeah, for me, it's like not, not the details. It's just like, but I know not to like rule it out. Yeah. Just making sure. How old did the dragon look? Really big. Really big, like, would you say, like, like this big or like this big? Like this big. <laughs> That's really big. That's For really context, big. She just extended her arms full length. Full length. <laughs> to about the size of, like, a, like, it was like fully extended. A golden retriever, maybe? Yeah. yeah. It was like, Wah! um, is entirely possible. King's player, sorry, while King's player was holding merely a poodle size. <laughs> I forget that you can't be seen. Yeah. Um, no. I re- I take back my earlier statements. This could be very bad. Um, this could be Volcane. Bad news. So where was Volcane or the dragon that could be Volcane? Supposedly, it was like in this town we were traveling. I'm just going to explain it as if you two are explaining it because I would know better than you two where exactly you'd be. They would have seen it on the road north. As they explained, they were traveling from Hadley, which is in the western center of Adrios, and they were traveling north to Wildfell. As they were traveling north, they encountered an old man. Stuff happened, and a dragon flew past them as they were going, and it flew southwest. Do you have um, any other witnesses? Like, if there was a big dragon, I feel like a it lot doesn't matter because the old man is probably dead. We have to be optimistic. Well, she was the only one that saw it, and I heard it again just now. Take it with a grain of salt. Like just now, just now. Like, oh, like why didn't I hear it? But when we were, do I hear a dragon to the other guys the, in the alley with the sword? Yeah, in the alleyway. The Philip. Oh, oh, like you heard a loud, like, yeah, that was, on the roof. yes, that was me. You were not even, that was, uh, I snap my fingers and they hear the sound again. And then I snap my fingers and it goes away. Yeah. That was me. Well, that's not very nice. I was trying to scare them. I guess I scared you too. Yet there's no dragons here, especially not volcanic. That's what I'm saying. There's no dragons. They've been gone for a while. Well, I don't think anyone ever killed her. So she's probably still around somewhere. And killing people. How the only thing, th- I just don't, if there's a dragon flying around, I feel like people would be talking about it more. Well, they can't because they're all dead. Okay, but. Yorin pipes up. Listen, um, 
I don't know what to tell you, Kane. Your logic is uh, right through and through. Um, I'm very smart. You're very smart. <laughs> Uh, if she saw a dragon, you wish king and have a brain. You know what? You're in sort of like gestures for everyone to calm down. There have been some rumors of a large creature terrorizing bits of the Eastern Arcanum. There have been some rumors. Maybe it was a dragon. Maybe not. It was a dragon. People say a lot of things. I'm not discounting you. And he like. Pat's peaches on the shoulder in a very awkward way. Is this development new? In the past, oh, month or so. If it's important, where was King a month ago? Like, would King have heard any of these? Because uh, I feel like no. No. Would you say King would have been, like, on Adrios or in Rudira? Fable ominously. Where we met, I met. You were in Rudira. Then I was probably Rudira okay. last month. Okay. Yeah, you haven't really heard any any rumors about it. Taking a moment to scout the local area. What did a uh, Fable notice while he was gone? He stepped out. Of the <laughs> he stepped out. Yeah. You step out. You see. There's a little bit of chaos. People are. You know. There's bodies in an alley. Can make a perception check. Sure. Make a perception check. Yeah. You know one of the spell blades escaped. You don't know the means in which they escaped. Uh, if it's with advantage, it's something different. <laughs> but for now, it's an eight. <laughs> um, you don't see much. Some people uh, scream as they pass by. Some barely do anything. They've seen bodies before. This city is known for its lack of sort of order on occasion. There are a ton of guards actively wandering only during certain days or what not do guards actively patrol the streets, so. It's good to know that there's not much out there in a way. Otis. Yeah? What do you need for us? Uh, I guess what Yorin was trying to propose in a rather rude way is a business proposition of getting problem, getting trouble out of all of your hairs and simultaneously no king not sorry getting you out of trouble there we go um while simultaneously helping us uh, uh, if you could use smaller words for king just so this is easier for <laughs> i understand i thought king was smart um i am very smart our organization sorry group of people <laughs> I know, I know what that would be. Great. Our organization, the one, I, sorry, since last we spoke, Fable, I've done some dealings. Uh, we can chat later. We need to investigate an area of supposed import. There are artifacts that I've been smuggling for this lovely gentleman, and he points at Yorin, of artifacts from old Estimir. You know, Old Estimir as the southeasternmost region of Rudira, the region you were in. There's lots of ruins of old cities there. That's what Otis is talking about. He continues, There's been some complications and some rumors. We need people just to investigate the area, and we don't have enough feet on the ground, per se. It may look it, but we are constantly sending uh, Rex and Rodian out on all sorts of we don't have enough men, basically, and we need individuals to scout out a location for potential plundering of its artifacts. Why haven't you contacted the Hunter Conclave? This is sort of an off-the-books 
type of deal, I'm not working with them on this one. It's it's more professional, if you understand. Lowercase p professional. Yes. Or uppercase p. Lowercase. All right. You understand. I understand. Um, I don't understand. That's okay. It's all right. That's that. That was pretty much exactly expected, yeah. actually. So, <laughs> I was kind of banking on it, actually, that you wouldn't understand. I, I pretty much exactly predicted it, so I see no issues. Yeah, there, there are no uh, good, great, Kinky? great job, King. You're Why trying. You That's important. Storing. I don't. It's okay. I don't like this situation, but we need people. It's hard to get people nowadays, okay, and well. you all seem to have a trouble with certain individuals. Otis, I'd like you to be honest with me. I'd like to be honest with you as well. Well, why are you asking us for? Otis thinks for a minute, sort of waves uh, urine and rat into the back room. Have you ever heard of the Accord? It's a group of smugglers, thieves, what have you. Yorin is from Lundir, the capital. He's here for some business. They need artifacts of some sort from a specific location. I'm a good smuggler, so they came to me. I've worked with them on occasion off the books from your conclave, and turns out we don't have enough men. Rex, Rodian, and Rat, the R's, are heading out tomorrow down south to check out the rumors that Peaches actually might be a part of. All right, you got me on board as if... If? Just send it... You know the address to send it to? Yes. Directly to them, please. Yes. So you said Peaches might be part of this because that's all that we're looking for. Well, as Yorin was saying, there's been rumors of talks of a massacre, they're using the word, in taverns all throughout the east of this cult, this group of religious fanatics. There's no information on them so people just call them a cult that was massacred by the guild of arcana for unclear reasons that's what the r's are checking out um there will be pay i appreciate it and also those wanted posters can disappear very quickly yarn is surprisingly influential with those types of things but they're helpful are they they were helpful to us i think it might be good so we don't get attacked like that again. I'm going to keep mine. You can keep yours all right. <laughs> all right. You can feel free to keep yours. I think he's going to literally make them all disappear. Mm. Am I getting it? You're getting it, King. I'm getting it. Yes. <laughs> Ready. Good job. All right. Well. How did you find this one? Uh, I was in the woods. I was in, it was great. That was in the Weren't you heading out with... Yeah, Jameson. Jameson? Yeah. So, okay. What's the danger level, I should ask first? And second, what's the <laughs> danger level of me bringing this to the conclave? Not great. We don't have... So, don't know on the conclave? On, don't bring the conclave into this, I would say. Keep it in between friends. Yes. You won't be in too much danger. I don't. That's okay. Think. I get it. I understand. But it's always best if um, you do it solo. You're capable, I hope. And with these four. That's all right. It'll be good. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Fable. No, you're good. You're good. Um, I just. It's a job, right? All right. So you, you, you three to down to party rack this? 
Try yeah. some answers, maybe. Hopefully, uh, find out whatever the views come from. I got nothing else to do. So. If it's answers you two are looking for, I'm sure Yoren could do some digging. Yes, actually, we're just trying to figure out where she. That's a brown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, well, I would just appreciate what you do. Yeah. Take care. Um, is there any other information we could um, gather? That oh, besides is just how to get there, it's in Rudira, so you'll have to cross again. I know you were just up the um, and head to Rendezvous. It's, I mean, we get to ride a boat again? Yes. Yes, yeah. Dave. We, we, again. we do get to ride a boat again. I like I boat. Totally. We normally have a private ferry... Um, there's a lot of blue out there. And there's a, a I think we should take a public ferry. That's, just I so think that's best. So you'll have to take a longer walk around. And it's, wait, I thought we were taking a boat. We will, which is a different boat. Oh, okay. There's a walk for the yeah, of the yeah. boat because it's a different, you know, yeah, he made walk around. You're, you're exhausting sometimes. Sorry. My patience today has been. Is that um, the thing where you guys turn off? You can turn off if you want. I really wish I could. Well, um, <laughs> for it, it's less of a, it's less of an energy thing, more of a patience kind of a thing. Oh, I get it. Yeah. I have that effect on people. And he pulls out a map, lays it across the table. Right. It should be around here. And he points to the very, like, southeasternmost tip of Rudira. There should be a keep around that area. All right. It's... I could actually them there. I've been there before. Okay. We don't have much info on it. No one's been to the keep yet. I can get them there. Okay. And I got I got friends in high places and low places. All right. Last question. I just need real quick five silver pieces. Is that if you that'll do? Yes. We'll just yes. like real black. Oh, right now. Right. Yes. Of course. Um, take a few gold. I guess that's just a gold. Yeah. I'll take a gold. No. Appreciate. I'm sure it means fine. Just one. It's all good. Appreciate it. If you want to lay low for the day, at least leave tonight. I'll be back. It goes out the door. Bye, I guess. Even wait for him to- all right. Um, you three, I would suggest laying low tonight and leaving either... King hits the floor. I've closed up shop for the day, so you should be able to just... Do we fresh food? Yes, Do you can. That yes, you can Do have, you have a that. Blanket? I do not have a blanket in my shop, no. That couch is for customers, so you can, yes, you can sleep there. Oh, this is exhausting. And Otis walks to the back, leaving you alone. I can describe the room you're in to a, a more detailed... Yes, please. Uh, it's a pretty small business, uh, sort of uh, business front. It's sort of like a, pl- uh, a parlor. He's not seven feet tall. <laughs> Clarity K is not seven feet tall. King is actually average. King is average height. Yes. Five nine, five eleven. But we say he's a short. He's a, <laughs> there, short there is short king. Uh-huh. Short king. He's like uh-huh. Uh-huh. like five. Okay, eight, probably. The, so you're sort of in like a uh, almost like a jewelry parlor type deal. Like you, like the old tiny. Like you walk in and there's a bunch of like glass cases on the walls and everything. Yada, yada. There's a desk with a few trinkets on it. On one side of the wall, there's like ornamental weapons, actually. Sort of imagine, have any of you seen Andor? Yeah. Imagine that shop front, kind of. Except much more like dingy. More of like a medieval setting, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or rather than uh, a cyberpunk Star Star Wars Wars setting. Imagine a uh, not that at all. It's a good comparison if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's that. It's those sort of odd trinkets. Lotus leads you to it. There is a single couch. 
that be conjured with right. their, uh, uh, no. Yeah, it's there now. It's there now. They had an hour there to be a couch. Chapter 14. No. Manifesting. Manifesting. In fact, King snaps her fingers and a second couch appears. I'm walking. Fable is currently walking down the street. So, Jay, the baker lady on the corner. Great. Great. Bread. Bread. Yeah. Um, if anyone tries to lay on the created couch. Okay. I want you to do it. <laughs> I think actually Otis comes back in, <laughs> sees a second couch like magic, man. And like tries to lay down. He just falls oh. right through yeah, it. He just falls right through it. He wasted a spell slot for that. No, no, no. It was minor illusion. Oh, okay. But it was a five <laughs> I thought you were doing just, just, um, like, wow. I think just lays there on the ground actually. <laughs> just. You can't see him. He's under the he's couch. Under the couch. This is like you should Bye try to sit on, <laughs> yeah. sit on the couch. See what happens. That side doesn't work, but the other side works. Mm-hmm. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> oh my god, I'm very persuasive. Otis is getting up and may sit on the other side of the couch. <laughs> oh, that's a clunk. That's a clunk. And you know what? Peaches is gullible. Peaches is gullible. Yes. Ah, uh, it's not great. It's uh, twelve. Okay. Otis does not sit on the other side of the couch and instead sulks back into the back room. Um, that wasn't for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bramble says a prayer for about a second in the corner no, of the screen. Nice. Flavor town. Bramble says a prayer on the false couch. He just also like goes to a corner and for like a solid 30 minutes is like sans. Okay. In a language. Mumbling to herself. Yeah. Okay. You all wind down. And await in the early hours of the morning to leave on this rather unexpected adventure. And I think that's where we'll end this episode. Um, episode one. Episode one. So copyrighted. We'll end there. We'll see y'all in the next episode. into this episode proudly presented by the APNM Group, a subsidiary of Alger Productions, LLC. We strive to produce content that informs, entertains, and adds value to your day. We value your input and would be delighted to hear your thoughts in the comments about this episode. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, please engage with us in the comment section or via our social media platforms. Your feedback helps us shape our content and uncover new topics that matter to our listeners. If this episode resonated with you, we kindly ask that you rate and review this show on your preferred podcast platform. Sharing this podcast with friends and family helps us reach more listeners and continue delivering content you enjoy. For more information about the podcast, the host, or our parent company, please visit the link in this episode's description. Also visit us on YouTube and Rumble to see and hear every content produced by Alger Productions. Thank you once again for your time and support. Until next time, stay tuned and stay inspired.